Marnyavamos Nandalad Amabez 54b3 in the Art Scroll Gemara. The Gemara just mentioned that the concept of Ha'ara, uh, the concept that um, the beginning of, of the sexual intercourse is the violation for even Mishkeve Behema, for even having relations with an animal. That is derived not from the verse that discusses the prohibition uh, to have re- sexual relations with an animal, but rather it's coming from a different verse. It's coming from the verse that discusses the prohibition uh, to have rela- sexual relations with uh, one's aunt, with one's father's sister, or with one's mother's sister. And the Gemara asked why. Why is that the source? And so the Gemara explained that that is the source because that is... That pasuk, that verse is anyways extra, and we expound upon that verse with regards to other areas of law. And so the Gemara now will focus on what what makes it extra and what is it coming to teach us. What other uh, aspects of the uh, law that one cannot uh, have sexual relations with one's aunt, with one's father's sister, or one's mother's sister, what is it coming to teach us? And so that is that is what the Gemara will be discussing for the rest of this Recording. Now, a little bit of background is that these laws of the different types of prohibitions uh, of sexual uh, activity, uh, these laws come up twice in the Torah. It comes up in the Parsha of Achremos, um, and over there it discusses the fact that you are not allowed to do this, you're not allowed to do that. And then in the next Parsha, in Parsha's Kedoshim, it repeats some, not all, but some of those laws. However, when it repeats it, for most of them, it repeats it because the first time around, it was telling us that there's a prohibition. And also, the, with regards to the punishment, it's a punishment of kares, of an early death. Now, it repeats it a second time to teach us, for some of them, that it's not only an early death, uh, but it's also actually, it deserves the death penalty by the Beisden. The court would, get, would uh, give, the, uh, give the death penalty. Now, uh, it's limited to to specific cases, uh, such as um, a mother-in-law, a mother, a daughter-in-law, those would all have the death penalty. But in that list as well, it includes certain prohibitions which do not get the death penalty, uh, such as your father's sister or your mother's sister. It also includes your sister, uh, to have sexual relations with your sister also does not get the death penalty. It has a violation of kares, Sorry, as a punishment of kares, of an early death, but it wouldn't get the death penalty from the basin itself, from the court itself. And so the Gemara is asking, why repeat it? Why is it necessary to uh, repeat the fact that, um, at least specifically, our Gemara is specifically referring to one of those cases, uh, that uh, there's a prohibition to have sexual relations with your father's sister or your mother's sister. We already mentioned it. In the previous parsha, so it's, all of this is unnecessary. So why is it mentioned? So the Gemara will explain why it's mentioned, and therefore we will understand uh, how this fact that this entire pasuk, this entire verse, is really there just to expound upon the first, not not really for its literal uh, translation and what it's telling us literally, because that's unnecessary. That's extra, and so it must be there to teach us other halachos. And so that that's what the Gemara is going through right now. Um, so the Gemara says as follows. My drasha, what is it coming to teach us? It's an extra verse. It's an unnecessary verse. We already 
earlier in the Torah, in the previous parsha, it mentioned to us that there's a prohibition to marry, sorry, to have sexual relations with your father's sister or your mother's sister. So the Gemara says, the Tanya was taught in Brisa. Ervas achos avicha lo It says you're not allowed to um, have relations with your father's sister. And the Brisa says, Whether it is, if this even includes a half-sister, whether it is your father's sister on the father's side, the, a paternal sister or a uh, maternal sister. Either way, it would be a prohibition. Now, uh, it's also important to note that with regards to all, with regards to all <coughs> relatives, it applies whether it's a full uh, relative, full sister, a full brother, or whether it's a half-brother or a half-sister, um, whether it's on the father's side or whether it's on the mother's side. There is one exception to this rule. There's one exception to this rule, and that is in the following case. It's an ant, but it's a different type of an ant. It's where it is your father's brother's wife. So what we're discussing right now is your father's sister, which is referred to also as an ant. Uh, but when it comes to, and that applies whether or not it's a, a paternal or maternal sister, but when it's your father's brother's wife, on a biblical level, on a biblical level, the prohibition only exists if it's your uh, paternal brother. It's your paternal brother's wife, uh, your, meaning your father's paternal brother's wife. Um, so I guess just to, to add in names, let's say your father is Yaakov, uh, his brother is Esav, uh, let's just use the word Esav, and so his wife, whoever he's married to, let's say he's married to a Rachel, uh, so that would be a prohibition only if Yaakov and Esav share the same father. And that's the only that's the only uh, exception to this rule. Otherwise, all, with regards to the relatives, it applies whether it's a full sister, full sister or a half sister, whether it's paternal or maternal. Um, okay. So now the Bryce is telling you, when with regards to this other type of an aunt, where it's just your father's sister, it applies whether it's from the father's side or the mother's side. So the Gemara challenges this, and it says, "Is this really true?" Maybe it's only if it's a paternal sister who says that it's whether it's paternal or maternal. So the Brites explains, what's the logic behind both sides? Well, your father's sister is similar to your own sister. And when it comes to your own sister, that applies whether it's your maternal or paternal sister. So, so too when it comes to your aunt, your father's sister, it should apply whether it is your uh, paternal or maternal uh, father, meaning the father's sister is, is a paternal or maternal sister. So that's one side to the argument. The counter-argument is you could give the following approach. Or you could say, no, we should really compare your father's sister to your father's brother's wife. And we just pointed out that your father's brother's wife only applies if it, your father's brother is a paternal brother. Not if it's a maternal brother. So, so too over here, when it comes to your father's sister, maybe it only applies if it's your uh, a paternal, your father's paternal sister, but not your her maternal sister. So the Mark explains. No, near me doma. Who should we compare it to? Donan Maybe the Mark adds on to the whole argument. Maybe we should apply the first rule. Why? That it was really we should compare it to your own sister, because those are all cases of blood relatives. Your, your, your own sister is a blood relative. Your father's sister is a blood relative. We shouldn't compare it to your father's brother's wife, which is not a blood relative. Or, 
the counter argument is no. Done in that we should only compare. Maybe we should compare it to your father's brother's wife because those are relatives of your father. Your sister is your own relative. But maybe we should compare your father's sister to other relatives that are prohibited because they are your father's relatives. So it's your father's brother's wife, and that is the argument back and forth. So we have no, we don't, we don't know which way to go. Should we compare it to your own sister? or Should we compare it to? Your father's brother's wife. So the Gemara explains that's why we need the verse. Tamad Lomar, Ervas Achos Abicha Lo Segala, Bein Ad Bein Aim, Ervas Achos Imcha Lo Segala, Bein Ad Bein Min Haim. Essentially, we need our new verse, which is really just for the for the law itself is unnecessary because we had this earlier in the Torah. But it, the Torah repeats the, the idea that you are not allowed to have sexual relations with your father's sister or with your mother's sister. To tell you, that's the whole point. The reason why he repeats it is to tell you that it applies whether or not it is a maternal or paternal sister, meaning whether it's your father's maternal or paternal sister or whether it's your mother's paternal or maternal sister, both are prohibited because we would not know whether to compare it to your sister or to your father's brother's wife. So therefore we say that, uh, we, therefore the Torah tells us by adding on this verse, we expound upon the verse to tell us that it applies uh, to both the maternal or paternal uh, aunt, essentially. The father's paternal maternal sister or the mother's paternal or maternal sister. So the Gemara now asks an interesting question. Okay, fine. I understand why you need to add this verse. But why is it that you need to mention both your father's sister and your mother's sister if I just had one? If I had your father's sister, so then I would. that's an extra uh, verse. And I would learn from there, it's whether it's paternal or maternal. And so then I would automatically make the connection to your mother's sister. Why do I need an extra verse for this? For both the father's sister and the mother's sister, why would I think that maybe if it's just the father's sister, it's paternal or maternal? But if it would be the mother's sister, maybe it's just paternal. Why would I think that? It should be that I would just connect the two. So the Gemara has an interesting explanation. It says, no, in either direction, if I just had the father's sister or if I just had the mother's sister... I would think that maybe this stringency to say that it applies, essentially it's a stringency to say that it applies both to the paternal or maternal sister uh, would might only apply in one direction, but not in both directions. Why? So the more explains. Interestingly, Amar Rabbi Yavo, Rabbi Yavo says, we need both laws. If we only had the extra verse with regards to your father's sister... So then I would have said, okay, your father's sister, whether it's the paternal or maternal sister of your father. Why? Because when it comes to a father, uh, so there we're going to have an extra stringency because that is about the relatives of your father and your father represents uh, the chayis, the yichos, the, uh, the ancestry of your father. That's how we understand who, which tribe you're a part of and it's a concept of mishpachas av, that the family... It comes from the father. Whether or not you're Jewish comes from the mother, but with regards to which tribe you're a part of comes from the father, and the mishpacha, the family, is based off of the father itself. So I would have said that if we have a stringency to say both paternal and maternal, so then that would come from the father. And perhaps if it's your mother's sister, maybe it's only if it's your mother's paternal sister, but not maternal sister. That's why we need the, the verse to say both. The Pasuk will tell us both uh, the fact the it... it it adds both, whether it's your father's sister or your mother's sister, to tell you with regards to both whether or not it is maternal or paternal. And so to the other way around, 
And so too, if we just had the verse tell us that you're to add the extra verse to expound upon the extra verse to tell you, tell you that your mother's sister there's a prohibition to have sexual relations with, so uh, that's extra. So one might have thought uh, that it's coming to teach you that it's whether it's your mother's paternal or maternal sister. Maybe that's limited to your mother's sister. Why? Because when it comes to your mother, that we know for sure that you, your mother is your mother. That is, we know uh, with certainty because she gave birth to you. But when it comes to your father, maybe there's certain leniencies because when it comes to your father, we could assume we have a, a, a good amount of uh, something called a chazaka that we rely upon um, assumptions that uh, that are clear assumptions that we, we could assume that your father is your father. But do we know with certainty? We don't know with absolute certainty that your father is your father. And so therefore, one might have thought that we maybe will be a little bit more lenient and say that just because your mother's sister applies whether it's maternal or paternal, but maybe your father's sister, maybe we won't be as stringent and say maybe the prohibition is only if it's your paternal, your father's paternal sister, but not the maternal sister. So so too in that direction, we need that's why we need the verse to tell us both, that it tells us it's extra for both, whether it's your father's sister, whether it's your mother's sister, in the end of the day, it applies whether it is your father's maternal or paternal sister or your mother's paternal or maternal sister. So that is what the Gemara says. So it's just interesting because the Gemara has uh, gives two different reasons as to whether or not a person has more of sort of more of a connection to their father or to their mother. On the side that it's their father is because there's a concept of mishpachas av that the the family is rooted based on the father. The tribe you're a part of is based on the father. On the other hand, the mother, the mother is the one that we know with certainty that the, your mother is your mother. So maybe you have more of a connection to your mother. So it's interesting because sometimes with regards to how a person is called in Jewish law, sometimes they're referred to uh, by their mother's name, that uh, they are the son of their mother. For example, when we uh, pray for somebody to get better, to, to, to be healed, so we say their mother's name. When a person gets an aliyah, when a person receives an aliyah from the Torah, they read from the Torah, they are called by their father's name. Uh, so sometimes... We uh, go based on one, sometimes we go based on the other. And here too, the Gemara is telling us that uh, uh, there, there are reasons, there are different reasons why you would have uh, more of a connection to one versus the other in both directions. Okay, so the Gemara has one last point. The Gemara says as follows, Vidodasa, we mentioned that when it comes to your father's brother's wife, that that is the one case, that is the one case that it's only if it's your father's brother, if it's a paternal brother. If it's a maternal brother, so then there wouldn't be a prohibition from a biblical standpoint. It would still be a rabbinic prohibition, but it wouldn't be a biblical prohibition. So how do we know? How do we know? How do we know that this only applies if it's your father's brother's wife, if it's your father's paternal brother? Maybe it's also if it's your maternal brother. Why would this be the one exception to all, with regards to all the other relatives? So my answer is this, this is how we know that this is the exception. Amar Rava, Rava says, Asya dodo dodo, because it says your father's brother in that context of their father's brother's wife, and it also says it says it twice. hacha ervas dodo gila, that when it comes to having sexual relations with your father's brother's wife, it refers to it as ervas dodo, you reveal the nakedness of your father's brother, that term dodo. 
And it also uses the term dodo elsewhere. Ksiv hasam, it tells elsewhere uh, in a totally different context. Without even getting into that context, it has to do with redeeming a, a Jew um, who sold himself into slavery. So, o dodo ben dodo yigalenu. The verse says that his whether it's his father's brother uh, or your cousin who is the one who redeems you, but it uses also the term dodo. Those are the people who could redeem you. And in that context, it's In that context, it's it's referring to specifically your father's brother on the paternal side and not on the maternal side. And so because it uses that same word, dodo, in both contexts, so therefore it teaches us that uh, even in the context of your bro- the prohibition to have sexual relations with your father's brother's wife is only if it's the paternal brother, not if it's the maternal brother. This is something that we refer to as a gzera shava, that we have two words in the Torah, and there's a misora, there's a tradition that connects those two words to teach us uh, a certain idea. And here it's teaching us the concept that uh, the prohibition only applies if it's the father's paternal brother. And how do we know that in the context of redeeming of being redeemed, that it's specifically your father's brother, paternal brother, who redeems you. And that comes from the fact that this comes from the concept that when it says that your family should redeem you, family, as we pointed out before, family is defined based on the paternal family. The paternal family is referred to halakhically as the family and not the maternal family. The mother... Uh, gives the identity for being a Jew. The father gives the tribe, that your tribe is based off of the father, and also the fact that the father is referred to as the Mishpachas Av, as the paternal father. And so therefore, that's how we know that when it comes to redeeming somebody, it says specifically of the Mishpacha, of the family. And so therefore, it's referring to the paternal side. So it's referring to your paternal uh, uncle, your father's paternal brother. Okay, so that is that is the Gemara. Um, and the Gemara will continue in next week's recording to deal with other um, relative uh, uh, discussions.